0: Art of the Float, where float centers thrive, our weekly podcast where we share our stories of starting and running our float centers. Join us as we work together to raise our education level on building, marketing, and running our float centers. As always, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at Art of the Float, and visit us on artofthefloat.com to find show notes, links, pictures from every episode, all that good stuff. I'm sure we'll have quite a few to post from the float conference. I'm one of your co-hosts, Dylan. Dylan with the float shop in portland oregon and i'm joined with amy of float nashville and i before we get started i want to uh get into some news that i am not uh, thrilled to share with everybody this is going to be a really fun and positive episode as we talk about the float conference but first i want to share the news that lance has put in notice and will no longer be on art of the float podcast and uh it, it is um uh, it's difficult to share that. It was definitely difficult to receive the news, but at the same time, Amy and I both know, and, and Brian, sorry, <laughs> uh, who's who's engineer Brian, uh, know that this is the right choice for Lance. He's uh, Anybody who's been listening uh, regularly knows that Lance has been experiencing extreme burnout with running his float center uh, and... Um, if you've really been listening, you'll know that I mean his, his girlfriend lives in another town and he doesn't see his family as much. And there's just so much that he needs to take care of that's more important than coming on to a, a weekly podcast about running a float center. And I know he's very passionate about it. I remember him tearfully talking to me at last year's float conference about how much it means to him. And, and I know it does, but I think he's absolutely making the right choice to uh, take a break from the show and uh, focus on on the things that are are closer to himself and his his soul to um, really get back on his feet, basically his his soul feet. You got to take care of yourself before you can take care of others. We we talk about that, and and that's the absolute truth. Amy, I don't know if there's anything yeah. you wanted to to add to that.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, I, we're gonna miss him tremendously. Ugh, of course, yeah. it's gonna be felt uh, by a lot of people, um, and I know that. As you said, he is doing the right thing. I've, I've talked to him a little bit here and there. And I, I know some of the stuff he's been going through and mm-hmm. we all have times like that. So um, we certainly wish him well and are going to, just gonna miss him tremendously. Yeah. Breaks my heart, yeah. but uh, but yeah, who knows what's gonna happen in a year. You know, maybe maybe next year we'll just have to see Lance around at the float conference again and the fire will be back.
0: Let's hope so. and but but either way Lance thank you so much for the time that you've put in into the podcast and what you've given to the community I think has been absolutely tremendous and your passion of course in fact let me let me just verbatim just read what I wrote to him and and I I know this wasn't the most eloquent eloquent thing and I I didn't uh, read this and review it over and over I just kind of wrote it and sent it off to him so here's something that uh, while I'll be reading it scripted (laughs) the script was very off the cuff which um, Just as we love you Lance, of course, this is after he put in notice, I, of course I and the rest of us stand behind your decision. Finding the right balance for your own personal wellness is always going to be a higher priority than anything else. I'm happy to hear that you are making choices that will take care of you and yours. This is not to say I don't read your words with a heavy heart. We have, had, uh, we have shared an incredible time together. Lots of laughs, tears, and friendship that grew stronger than most that I hold. Who else do you end up seeing once a week for several hours at a time? I was certainly hoping that after summer, when things settled down, we would see you back in action and hear more impassioned speeches about the float industry, but I completely stand with you in your decision. You will be missed greatly. I truly appreciate the time uh, uh, that we've spent together and the energy you've put into Art of the Float. Our audience will miss hearing the 50-year-old lumberjack from Canada, the lack of chuck wagons, sweaters, oh yeah, and your float knowledge uh, will will be will be missed so obviously he's not a 50 year old lumberjack (laughs) (laughs) those who have never seen him obviously uh or or would uh oftentimes think that he was (laughs) pretty funny and just one more thing that endeared me (laughs) it endeared me to lanson um yeah so so sweet and so kind and uh ideally this for me personally this isn't an, an end to the relationship it's an evolving of the relationship so that's that's what I want this to be is not not an end but but a, but an evolution and a change a transition so oh, man um, I do hope to still bring Lance on the show for for one more episode where we, knowing Lance he uh, he doesn't he doesn't want praise you know he doesn't want that but I think it would be fun to have it one one more episode where maybe we did reminisce a little bit and had an had an official goodbye with him on the show um, and uh, and and that might not happen, but uh, we'll we'll try try to. And of course, still trying to be be respectful of his time, because that is what he said he, he didn't want to do right now. Is he, he <laughs> needs to focus on other things. So I don't want to don't want to push him too much. But again, I just want to say thanks, Lance, for your incredible output over the gosh, year and a half of, of Art of the yeah. Flame and the thanks, time Lance. before that. Ah, well then, I'm not sure how to segue out of that. <laughs> I, uh, we What we want to do is give uh, shout-outs to people who are supporting us on our Patreon. If anybody who isn't clear on what Patreon is, one of our supporters uh, I met, um, I think it was Monday before the conference, so like was here very early, they said, um, it's just like supporting NPR, <laughs> you know, you you uh, just, just give your, your donation and you appreciate their output and uh, that's that's kind of like what Patreon is. It's a really you can donate any amount. Uh, we do ask for a ten dollars uh, is when you kind of unlock the things that we offer behind the scenes, which is basically picture sets that you can use for marketing. And we try to keep the specific float tank out of out of the shot as much as we can, so that you can use it um, whether you're just starting out and want to spread the good word of floating, or if you are already in existence want to use uh, use use pictures. And um, but really the bottom line is you're you're giving us support and we truly appreciate that so we want to thank some of the most recent signups uh anna betchen jones thank you so much for supporting us and kylie may sign of h2 ohm Float. thank you guys so much for supporting us this week and obviously that's continuing every month and so we we truly genuinely appreciate uh, appreciate what you're doing for us, and of course you can find, if anybody else wants to sign up, I go to patreon.com forward slash art of the float, or you can also find Patreon on our website and take a little portal over there and see what it's all about. So, thank you guys. Uh, We are talking about the float conference this week on today's episode. (laughs) I'm gonna try to not make it a three hour episode. (laughs) There's a lot to talk about, it's a big weekend. Uh, Brian was with us all weekend, uh, Engineer, <laughs> Engineer Brian. I don't know if you're sick of that title or not, yeah, Brian, but <laughs> in, Engineer Brian was there, Amy was not there, Lance was not there, uh, we're gonna get into that a little bit. Um, before we talk about our weeks, or at least catch in with uh, catch up with Amy here, I wanna give a shout out to California Float Concepts, who was at the float conference, and I think they knocked it out of the park with their float tank, it's so cool. They They actually set up their float tank so you can see the filtration system running all the way down to something i didn't even consider was they have this little basket that catches things like earplugs and anything during the filtration system it's it's right there it's so easily accessible so you can easily um capture that uh as opposed to like the hair basket where you know you kind of un- unscrew that salt water goes everywhere it's a little bit of a mess it was just also just the attention to detail of how a float operator would be using their float tank i was really really impressed by and, of course, uh, if anybody stayed afterwards and saw the lights shut off, they saw that the float tank actually glowed in the dark. So even if you shut down the lights, Zach King is not going to let you miss his float tank. It was glowing. <laughs> You're going to check it out. Oh, also worked as a great little playpen. In between <laughs> in, <laughs> in between uh, speakers, when it was break time, I was able to take my little girl in there and have a safe space for her to play around. So that was fun. <laughs> Not sure that Sandra <laughs> knew about that because a lot of footprints in there, but uh, she
1: will now. <laughs> she'd have a little
0: immunity. It's not. Yeah. What were you saying, Brian? Uh,
2: if you want to check out a picture of that uh, tank glowing, uh, you can uh, visit their Instagram at CA Float Concepts, and cool. uh, they have an image there from the Float Conference of it we'll link lit that up in
0: the, in the show back, in our on our page as well. Yeah. Perfect um yeah and if you do want to just follow the progress of him developing this float tank and they announced another float tank that they're working on which basically has the same concept as the one that they're working as as the the large one they have but this is a smaller version that's going to fit in I think more existing float centers, uh, especially like mine, obviously we've got a small float center with small rooms. So th- that one will be awesome for us. Perhaps the coolest aspect of this one is the t- touch sensitive glass door. So you can see inside this float tank, open the door, this glass door, or maybe it's plastic, and uh, close it behind you. And then with a the touch, it shifts to black. <laughs> <laughs> which uh, I have yet to see out of a float tank in existence. It's pretty high tech. He likes to have fun with, with the tech. Oh, yeah, also getting my hands on the waterproof buttons. That was really fun. All right. Anyway, go to float, cafloatconcepts.com if you want to check out both of the float tanks that he's working on. And definitely follow him on, on the social media as well, instagram.com forward slash cafloatconcepts to work. see all the tech he's developing as he's working on it. Amy, I missed you so much. I, I missed, you you
1: so much. missed you guys. Love you, love you. Good <laughs> so sad. It's so good. Yeah. To see, we get to see each other's faces. Y'all, y'all should be jealous out there. Um, <laughs> yeah, it really is good to see y'all. It was a, uh, it was a tough week seeing all this stuff coming mm. through my newsfeed. I wanted, mm-hmm. truly, truly wanted to be there, and we. We held on to our tickets and our hotel reservation literally until the last minute. Oh. Like we canceled our hotel reservation about five minutes before we oh my God. before we got charged for it. <laughs> um yeah. So oh we, we were hopeful. We were hopeful that the loan that we would be able to sign off on the loan and then it would mm-hmm. free up some of our money. Oh. Um but it just was not fiscally responsible of me right. to, to okay. spend that money. So I was so I was I was so bummed. I was hoping there'd be a last minute reprieve, but uh, but no. But it <sighs> looks like y'all had good time. No, you know, yeah,
0: it was okay. It was, it was okay. Yeah. If you want to <laughs> mute mute your earbuds, we'll we'll continue talking about the flow conference now.
1: <laughs> it was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I, I know I know what to expect. I've been there. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think the, the thing I missed the most was the big the big hugs. Getting the yes. hugs. Getting to see Tell the people. Tell me about it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, yeah,
2: connecting with all the all of the uh, folks in the industry is always such a such a nice experience.
0: Yeah, like it's really true. It's an incredible community of people. So, it to see them all in person and and it, God, it was so ridiculous. Like, have I met you before, or do I just know you incredibly well because of your profile <laughs> picture and Float Collective? Right. <laughs> like, some people I literally don't know if I met you before or not, but I know you and your family <laughs> very well <laughs> through Facebook. That's that's yeah. a weird day day and age we're living in. That was odd. But uh, but you were experiencing a lot of the the FOMO, the fear of missing out yeah. while, while it was all going on. I'm so sorry. Much.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah. Because, you know, yeah, there's just something about about being there. You know, we talk about this a lot. We talk about how, um, you know, you go not just for the knowledge, but much like when I was a massage therapist, it's a, it's a kind of a lonely it's kind of a lonely job. There's not, a, at least at this point, there's oh, not right. a huge amount of float of uh, float centers around. Mm-hmm. And even if there were, you know, we, we work such long hours and we're really involved in our centers. I think all of us are mm-hmm. to a big degree. Mm-hmm. And so when you finally get to this position where you can be surrounded by people who understand what you're going through and know and can empathize and sympathize with you, um, that's what I go for. I go for that boost. Yep. I go for that, Oh, this relief! It's like, okay, I'm not crazy. I there are other people in the world living this kind of life, and they might have found some hacks. They have found some ways to get around some things, and it just feels so good. It feels so comforting, and it it's that boost. And I I miss that boost this year. Yeah,
0: <sighs> yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> obviously I'm on, I'm on the <laughs> other side of it, yeah, but yeah. Oh. but uh, it was uh, I was experiencing some bittersweet feelings without without you and Lance there, like this is a, a big chance for, for me to just, I mean, we talk every every single week and it's um, just that little bit more when you actually get to be in person,
1: mm-hmm. let your
0: guard down and just have a few minutes of sharing with each other like that. It's really special. But uh, um, yeah, it, it took me a little while to, to shake that. I know you and I were talking over, over text message. and. Yeah. Um, And I think you helped me let let go of that a little bit and be able to just be in the moment and experience the weekend. You know, sorry to put a positive spin on that, but, you know, one of the (laughs) (laughs) things.
1: No problem. Break my heart. It's okay. Yeah,
0: right. (laughs) One of the things it allowed me to do was not be clicky and not just hang out with you and Lance all weekend because it's like, Whoa, bro, we get to hang out. Come on. My bros like, blah, 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 blah. And like, I had to make new friends. I mean, had to in quotes, but you know, like I had to go to the party without knowing anybody. And, and, and even that's in quotes too. Right. Um, but, uh, it, it made sure that I met more people, had more unique conversations, and didn't just stay huddled in with you guys, which I think was really good for me, and and probably just a good thing all around, uh, if if there was a silver lining to, to that.
1: And that is good, uh, but I do you have a question? You Please. said, you, you know, obviously you did see a lot of faces that you mm-hmm. knew, but were there a lot of new faces this year?
0: Yeah, I would say, um, well, at this point, I mean, what is this the fifth fifth float conference? Uh, I said
1: only the fifth. Started in, in two thousand eleven. Eleven, yeah. Maybe it's six.
0: I feel like there were a lot of stars on my badge, uh, <laughs> so so maybe it is the sixth. Gosh, yeah. Um, I think
2: I think that was a typo. You were you you were an H star general on your badge, and I, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was yeah. like, how did you get all those stars? <laughs> yeah, my, they, they, they made my
0: badge even bigger to get yeah, all those that's stars right. on there. It's pretty great. Um, so. It's difficult because that, there's a lot of people who have stars on their badge. And maybe they missed a year or they missed two years. But I think the majority of people had been there before. There were definitely new faces. Uh, we interviewed Warren last week. We have a little bonus episode that's out there if you want to follow up with him on on his experience. And um, yeah, the, there's a girl named Sarah that was uh, here for the first time that's very active in Float Collective. And you know, she was nervous about making friends. And you know what, there were, there were plenty of new faces there. As I couldn't give you a true breakdown because it's just like what we talk about, like we got a lot of yogis coming in here. We should really be marketing to yogis. And then you look at your numbers and you're like, Oh, we had four come in this month. I just happen <laughs> to be working the shifts that they came in on. Like I'd I'd really have to look at the numbers, which I don't have access to, so I, I don't want to make a, a true statement on that. But may I ask why why you ask?
1: Ah, you know, I remember going in last year and and going into the party and everywhere I looked, I'm like, oh my gosh, there's so-and-so and and there's so-and-so. And And I felt like I knew almost everyone that I saw. Mm -hmm. Not everyone, but the large majority, um, and I know that our industry is changing because it's growing. That's mm-hmm. just normal. It's natural. Uh, and I was kind of curious what kind of what kind of mix there was as yes. between the old and the new this year. Well, um, and when you made that statement, it kind of made me think, you know, things really are changing. Oh,
0: things are definitely changing. Yeah. I, one thing I would say, different than last year than this year. So last year, I felt like there was a little bit of... We've been around. We hang out, you know, and maybe that was simply because it's great to see you and your business partner Mark, and and so we're we're hanging out and like we're the we're the veteran uh, Flow Conference goers, you know, and um, and just just because we know each other and want to spend time with each other, we we glom onto each other. But I think because of the Facebook group Flow Collective, I think that has been shaken up a bit. Just from the beauty of that, you can be brand new, you know, join the Flow Collective three months ago and know Dan Larson. Mm -hmm. incredibly well (laughs) (laughs) and and uh, the float brothers you know like these these guys are posting like crazy and you get to know them and they get to know you if you're commenting and so it's easier to go up to them and say like hey i love your your posts or whatever we had a lot of people coming up and talking to us because of the show as well you know like it's um i feel like those those barriers are down because of technology basically this this would have been very different well, and even has been just a few years ago, when when it wasn't as popular or didn't exist. So, yeah. shout out to Float Float Collective, <laughs> sign up, for, yeah,
1: yeah, for bringing us all together. It's beautiful. Right. I love that.
0: Um, I love can it. you fill us in on the progress of your your biz?
1: Oh yes, I sure can. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, like I said, the reason I wasn't at the Float Conference was because we are still waiting. We I have a loan, but I just can't access it until we get the general contractors. Mm-hmm a final estimate. So okay. that's what we're waiting on. Um, in the meantime, getting that estimate has been quite the adventure. I'm going to put it that way. Um, so right before we would have left for the float conference, they were finally finishing everything up. Our MP and E and our plumbing, our electrical guys were in and they're like, we're almost done. We just need the plans that show the plumbing. Mm-hmm. So they looked. My my architect slash real estate agent Liz looked and looked, and she's like, um, there is no plans that show any of the plumbing. You didn't real quickly
0: grab a napkin and draw some pipes.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and and, right, and that's the funny thing is, they're like, well, we can go ahead with these plans and kind of guess where they're at. And I'm thinking oh, but, but oh, if we I start see. digging up existing cement, yeah they're it. like they're kind of like well, we can kind of maybe guess where it's at and I'm going so if they start build out and they're kind of guessing and they're uh. and I'm paying a lot of money to dig up concrete <laughs> I don't know that doesn't seem like a really great idea to me <laughs> to guess
0: just yeah, saying when float center's <laughs> already go over budget so much Something like, tells me that might be the wrong way to go. <laughs>
1: so, like what are our options? So I I, I uh paid a thousand dollars to have someone come and X ray our floors no and way. find all the plumbing and yeah, so they so they went in. And it was actually kind of cool. They actually have this equipment and and video. And they videoed their trip through the building. And you can, afterwards, of course, they handed over the video. that shows the plumbing underneath. And you can follow it in the video. But then they also transfer that to plans, architectural plans. Um, So, interestingly enough, uh, we finally got that done. And they left the building um they didn't do the plans they were supposed to take the information and and leave uh and then hand that over to our architect well next week my architect this is several days into the following week my architect calls she's like did they send you anything and i'm like i Uh. thought they were sending you something Uh. and i called them and they said well we don't have anything i thought they handed it over to your architect before she and I'm like, she was just there to open the door for you. Uh, Mark and I had been out of town. <laughs> like, she doesn't have any. Like, you were supposed to still send it to us. Um, so it took a whole week. So we are now two weeks behind. But that said, <laughs> I, <laughs> no, seriously. So I spent most of the time that I would have been at the Flow Conference just calling plumbers and begging and and trying to and trying to get our architects and that sort of thing on the same page. It was insane. Wow. Um, and it's, you know, everybody's very nice. And it was, it, it wasn't a horrible thing. There was no anger. It was just frustration that I oh, paid yeah. all this money and we had to get moving. So I was going to uh, say asked, it was a
0: good financial deal like a thousand for somebody to, to use future in technology in well. and scan <laughs> your, your cement and tell you where the plumbing is. Does, okay. Does the good video
2: good look like an x-ray? Like if I were to get an I, x-ray of my arm, uh, I, can't, I like don't that? even,
1: uh, not exactly. Okay. Um, let me see if I can... Actually, it might be kind of interesting. I, I do have access to it. Let me see if oh, I can download. Yeah. We can show a clip of it. And y'all oh, can cool.
2: Y'all can, we'll throw can look at my plumbing Instagram. in the concrete I, I,
1: floor. I want to put on
0: VR goggles and walk around your business and see the plumbing <laughs> see? underneath your floor.
1: That's what <laughs> I want to do. That's, that's <laughs> what would be very there. cool. But,
0: but so $1,000 uh, yeah. is a good deal, but then it didn't... <laughs> you didn't but then get nobody you
1: got anything. Yeah. So finally, <laughs> mm-hmm. the guy's like, okay, mm-hmm. we're going to do this today at the plumbers. The plumbers are like, all right, we're going to put it on the plans. We'll send it on over. It'll take till Friday. And I was like Friday y'all, this was supposed to be into permitting last Friday. Uh, So he got it done that day, got it to my architects the next day on that Friday. And actually as of the moment we're done recording today, I'm actually meeting with the architect for the final meeting. We're gonna submit everything to permitting and to the general contractor um, probably tomorrow. So hopefully, (laughs) Fingers crossed. The architect will come back with a with a number that will, you know, not hurt, <laughs> not be over my budget, mm-hmm. and um, you know, hopefully, permitting will go quickly. I'd hope to start building out the middle of August. As you can see, that's not going to happen. So now I'm hoping. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just like, oh my gosh, because oh. you know, my uh, rent's only you know I get I got a little bit of free rent built into this, but. Uh, yeah
2: it doesn't last forever that's (laughs) done
1: that's done in november i need to be open and i have to be open in november and i know how these things go make me nervous um and yeah come december i don't have you know i've spent so much money before i've even gotten my loan i've spent tens and tens and tens and tens of thousands of dollars already so my backup is gone you know do
0: do you sleep at night
1: no. Yeah, not okay, at good, all. good. So you're a healthy um, <laughs> human
0: being. Good, good to
1: know. Uh, only, only with Thailand on PM. No. Yeah. Um, so. Marijuana is not I'm legal in, having, in Nashville. No, right? I know. Okay, Seriously. Okay. I, uh, although, well, no, I'm not even going to talk about that. No, <laughs> nope, nope, nope. Okay. So, <laughs> Love it. Wrong show. Right, right. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Art of the Blonde. Um, <laughs> welcome. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, yeah, so I'm at this point where the biggest obstacle to get over is that number from the general contractor. If it is over budget, we have to find another contractor, and that could be who knows. Now, we've talked to this guy. We think everything's going to be fine because we've gone over the the plans with him, but still, until that number is in my inbox and I can take it to the bank, you know, life is still life is still a little on edge um i'm just i'm just ready to get through this portion of it start build out so at least we're moving towards something there is talk that we can you know y'all don't know actually but my building is first of all very very big second of all there is the side where we have the float tank center and then there's the other side where we're putting some other some other business um we're doing we talked about the kombucha tap room and uh i'm also doing another business in the back which has nothing to do with anything but
0: you gotta keep busy uh, you can't
1: i gotta cover my overhead is what i have to do that's all that matters (laughs) at this point in my life I, i i'm like i don't care how busy i am as long as my bills are paid i'm all right um So we're going to uh, hopefully open the one side because there's very little build out that needs to be done. So we're going to ask them to make that a priority so that we can start bringing in money hopefully in October. It may not be much, Mm -hmm. but any kind of money that we can start bringing in and putting towards that overhead. Because in the meantime, y'all, yeah, Yeah. in the meantime, I'm still paying utilities and I'm still paying, you know, I just paid $4,000 to turn on my sewer my gas, and my electric.
0: Which still sounds illegal to me. but Right.
1: Isn't that crazy? It's insane. <laughs> yes. um, when I opened in Nashville, it was less than $500. I still haven't, and that was including my internet and my phone service. Uh, we're not, I haven't even gone there yet. I'm like, I can't. That's going to be another almost $2,000. I'm like, I can't right now. So, <laughs> so screw all y'all. I'm going home. Um, yeah. Yeah. So that's the adventure, and that's where I'm at, and I'm in a, I mean, one of those places. My stomach's in that knot all the time, but y'all yeah. know this. I mean, y'all know how this is. This is nothing yeah, I don't that know none why of us haven't gone through. Feels
0: even, I feel like when I went in my first time, Sandra and I were so naive to the realities of business that we just knew it was going to work, and we pressed forward. I feel like with the second one, you know the realities, and you know things <laughs> can fail, and, and uh, not to, like, jinxier or get you wound up i apologize if that's what i'm doing but like i feel like it's almost it could be scarier the second time listening to your it stories it it gets my stomach in a knot you know it makes me sweat i'm nervous for you and I,
1: I think you <laughs> made a really good point you are very aware of just how bad things can go and you don't know that the first the first time <laughs> right? you're just like all you know
0: gusto what's the
1: worst that can happen you right. don't know what the worst is right this and we bootstrap the first one, right? You know, we yeah, totally you're not dealing with that it.
0: kind of money, loans. Uh, yeah, other and people's now my money. house
1: is on the line. Lo- now my, you know,
0: yep. whatever,
1: uh, my car. Co- my, I, I don't know. They really don't want my car. I'm sure nobody would ever take <laughs> my car. Truth, truth be not. Well, no, it is Nashville. They'll totally take my house in a heartbeat. But because um, <laughs> we're hot market right now, they need houses to sell. <laughs> That's um, terrible. I mean, I know it'll be all right. In the, in my heart, right, in my heart. I know it's going to be all right. But But you mind
0: (laughs) because
1: you (laughs) got to you got to you got to keep pushing and you do have to have that sense of urgency. I think I think all of us do because that's what keeps us from allowing those things to happen. If there wasn't that urgency, I know that I would do pretty much anything to make sure that my home and my my husband doesn't have to go through that nervousness. That My home is okay. that everything's okay. I will do anything to avoid that. And when you have that fire under your ass, sorry, family show when you have that fire under your butt um you you work and you do it and you do what you have to do and you get crap done Mm -hmm. the end there's no other choice
0: (sighs) true that man true that and actually this will be an explicit episode i i really i forgot i should have said that at the top of the show there's gonna be a few f-bombs on this show uh And, and uh so yeah i i know this is a this is the show where the whole entire family gathers around the radio and listens, yeah, sure. but that's that's how people listen to the show, but uh, you might want to put the kids yeah. to bed early tonight for this episode, <laughs> so sorry, <Yeah. laughs> <Yes>. no. <laughs>
1: no. it's good to know. Right. Um, um, it's important. Mm-hmm.
0: So I am very excited next week to then yeah. hear back and yeah. hear that this it's all been signed and moving forward.
1: It'll be, it'll probably be about two weeks, but oh, yeah, two, okay, it's, coming okay. it's coming up. It's coming up. And, uh, yeah, I have a, I have an appointment to sign it right before we record two episodes from now. So.
0: Okay. We'll okay.
1: Excellent. If it happens. Oh, if it ha- <laughs> <laughs>
0: It's going to happen. Yes.
1: Knocking on wood. Knocking on wood.
0: I think uh, for yeah. our listeners, Amy's doing a nervous dance right now. Just I'm so you know. I'm <laughs> so doing a
1: nervous dance. Oh.
0: I want to I want to jump part. into the Float Conference and yes, I don't, I'm worried this episode is going to go long because there's so much to talk about. But uh, let's see here. Um, let's see. First, I, I want to give a shout out to Float Helm, of course. Uh, float Helm was at the Float Conference as well. I think it's been received incredibly well. Of course, it's software designed from the ground up to be designed for a Float Center. So I mean, it, you can't really beat that. Floathelm.com is where you want to go if you want to check it out. I, um, something that I, I knew before and I kind of forgot about was that they give a free tour so like there's no skin off your teeth to, to learn more about Float Helm obviously you want to go to the website and, and do your research but then when you, once you're like okay well is this going to work for me with how we're doing our build out what are the exact costs you know because sometimes there are some hidden fees <clears throat> mind body you know what are the things that I need to, to know to really um, make an educated choice well they have a girl that's that's exactly what she does. She make you make an appointment with her. You guys uh, live stream the software. You ask questions. She does it right there while while streaming to your your screen. Exactly what you need to do. So you you literally can't beat that <laughs> like that that's as good as it gets so make an appointment with them if you're thinking about um if you're opening a center and you're thinking about what software you're going to use or if you're already a float center and you want something that's going to be more efficient for your float center then make a make an appointment and just learn about it you know that's something Sandra and I needed to do was Uh, just get educated on it and really get into the nitty-gritty for the float shop about how well is this going to integrate with what we're doing. And so that was a great chance for us to just have a a live conversation with, I believe her name's Lauren, and and get in there and and learn it, Um, who's also very pleasant, by the way, which is also very nice. Uh, (laughs) So uh, go to floathelm.com if you want to, A, just get educated on what their software is about, because as I've talked about before, it goes so in-depth, whether it's their um, scheduling software where it's tracking all of your data for your float tanks so that when the city comes in and they want to know what's going on with your water you've got history back we have history back something like five years on our float tank water so we can we can let them know how we've been running things but also you've got an ongoing um discussion you know you can have uh, different groups so you can for project management you can have an ongoing dialogue and long log book that's going on uh, as well as managing your till as well as documentation um, and I know, oh, scheduling, uh, employees as well. I mean, it just, it uh, the list goes on and on with Float Helm. It's really impressive. So learn more about it on FloatHelm.com and then schedule an appointment to actually check it out and get a tour. FloatHelm.com. Before we really go in-depth to the Float Conference, I just want to give a sh- huge thank you to Ashcon, who I think is the the absolute leader behind the Float Conference Absolutely phenomenal. Absolutely amazing. Also an incredibly humble human being for what he's doing Uh, is incredible. And actually, he also needs props to just the fact that he's standing on two feet and enjoying the float conference as well. Mm -hmm. Also giving presentations and introducing people is I, I don't understand how he does it. I couldn't do it. And I just need to give some mad crazy props to Ashkan, and I know his entire team, including I know Graham. I think he he always defers to Ashkan as being the one who's running the float conference, but I think Graham might put in a little more energy than he gives. He leads on uh, to it, and obviously Graham represents incredibly well uh, at the conference as well, and the entire team that they have. It was absolutely phenomenal you know who was on their team because they all had capes on this year so there was if you needed assistance there was you didn't have to look far to see a flying cape running down the hall and you could you could holler and say hey can i ask you a question uh so that was really nice but um this was the best year yet for me at the float conference and i have a little bit of a hard time kind of breaking down the lines of how much was that me personally and how much was it that they just have this float conference locked down and how to run it efficiently the attitude the warmth of what they're doing you know when they give speeches they talk about the industry and they talk about what we're doing behind floating they're it's um they kind of subtly if you're not really aware of it or or if you're not told to kind of pay attention to it you might miss the fact that they're really consciously guiding this community they have an incredible opportunity to lead when it comes to the flow conference or to sell they could really really market and really sell themselves but that's not how they do this they really use this as an opportunity to guide the industry and help us uh, stay true to ourselves selves and help us stay present and focused on the values that we have and wanting to to keep the industry that way uh really just knocks my socks off. It's really impressive and I just want to say thanks to the whole float conference team and 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 especially Ashcon for being just the incredible human being being to guide that forward. Yeah,
2: I want to echo that as well. I mean, it was you can tell how much at this point they've got it so locked down. They're just fine tuning it mm-hmm. and yeah. and even compared to last year, like you notice that fine tuning. Everything is running so smoothly all of the breaks between speakers, yeah, like yeah. make sense mm-hmm. <laughs> um, in terms of your ability to sit in a seat for a certain period of time. And I was super impressed by by the whole weekend. They they did a bang up job.
0: And, and you know, something that I've heard in years past is b- behind the scenes, like the guests that come on are also very impressed uh, with, with how they run things behind the scenes and the level of consideration that they're giving the guests and, or excuse the speakers, excuse me, uh, and making sure it, behind the scenes like they're running it very professionally as well Mm -hmm. Uh, including um, uh, Duncan Trussell was on this year and I got to hear uh, Pro Pro Float sponsored him coming in and doing a live podcast Uh, Chris Petrovics is is, um, I'm not sure if he's co-owner or lead owner but I I think he's co-owner but he seems to be the kind of the leader at Pro Float and he talked about behind the scenes Duncan was blown away by how the float conference took care of him made sure everything was so well done so well organized he was really humbled and and responded very positively to that consideration which again goes right back to ash khan and how he's he's guiding this whole thing so yep that was wonderful uh let's see here well might as well so i don't want this to be like a let's go by speaker by speaker and and talk about what they talked about i think we'll definitely get to some of those but uh i want to talk about our experience in there what we got out of this since we we're just talking about Duncan Trussell, I've listened to a few of his episodes. I love his uh, when he talks to Ram Das. That for me, that's Cash Money right there. That's incredible <laughs> stuff. He's incredibly smart and also a very humble human being, and that leads to a very very cool conversations. And uh, he he also you know knows how to have a stage presence as well, which I didn't know going in how much I was going to love this conversation. And so he and the guest that he had on, do you remember the guest's name? I want to say it was Gil. Shoot, I should look that up real quick. But um, they just had an incredibly fun, informative, and um, heart-centric conversation for, what was it, 90 minutes, 60, 90 minutes, whatever it was. And it was just beautiful. I, I couldn't believe how great it was. They also talked about podcasting, which was fun for me to, to hear their side of what it's like to run a podcast. And uh, their listenership was was fun to hear those numbers. And, and uh, um, you know, one of my favorite parts was when Uh, Glenn came out to ask a question. It was right at the almost at the very very end. Glenn came out and I I don't want to step on what they talked about so much. Uh, You know all these are going to be released in video form, but I would definitely encourage this to be one that that everybody listens to to kind of get back in the zone of what it the the spirit of who we are and what floating is, even though a lot of the conversation wasn't necessarily about floating. Uh, in, including Glenn's conversation. He was talking about bees, you know, and getting right. in touch with nature. And uh, they didn't skip a beat. They uh, they loved it. Um, Duncan Trussell and, and his guests loved it. Duncan didn't know who Glenn was at that moment. I didn't think he did, and I talked to Chris afterwards, and he's like, yeah, he he didn't know who he was. He just responded incredibly well, and was like, we should have done an hour with you, are you kidding me? And, and actually invited Glenn on to his podcast. Uh, and so I think they'll be on in just the next few days here. Maybe by the time this episode's out, it might already be out there, I'm not sure. But uh, very cool, look out for that episode. I'll be really excited to see what they talk about on, on their show. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Anything you want to talk about, Brian? I've I've got a lot I want to talk about. I don't want to. Yeah,
2: no. Nah, I mean, I was I was gonna kind of bounce. Off. You were talking about Glenn, and I was just kind of yeah. gonna bounce off from there. Um, you know, Glenn during during his talk. I forget if, if this was when he was on the mic during Duncan Trussell or or during um, his own speech, but um, he was talking a lot about uh, heart states and and being heart centered and it's, and that association with floating in the industry. Mm-hmm. And that, that was a topic that came up uh, multiple times from, from multiple people. And it was, it was just nice to see and hear that. Um, you know, one of the things, one of the worries as an industry grows mm-hmm. is that it, it loses its soul and it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's reason for coming into existence. Um, and it was nice. It was really nice to hear people talking about coming from a place of heart and love and, 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 helping people, you know, with whatever they're going through using floating. Yeah,
0: definitely agree with that. Uh, um, yes, let's see here. I, <laughs> I I feel like so many of the presenters were that heart-centric place, even if it was talking about opening a new gym or if it was um, – Everybody seemed to be coming from that place of this community and the heart-centric place in leading to what they're doing with their businesses, which some of the people that we're talking about have a really big businesses and a lot of money is going into it. And sometimes I feel a little bit of a separation because it's like, oh, big money, that means... The, the business is driving it, not so much the, the person. And what I realize is that they're oftentimes just like us. Uh, well celebrities are just like us. So like we, <laughs> we're running our business and we have to pay the bills. We've got all, all these things that could easily steer our morality to try to just turn and burn. but we are heart-centric and we are trying to help people. and some of these bigger businesses are, are doing that as well. Which also going back to Duncan Trussell, they had this really great point of, of uh, talking about oil company exec, like at that size, that business is running itself. The, the president can say, we gotta shut down or we gotta change things and he's gonna be fired by morning and there'll be a new executive by the next day and that business will continue making money and destroying the planet is what they were talking about. But um, on, on the level that we saw of everybody at the conference, again, that, that didn't seem like the reality of, of how things are going with us, so that was fun. Uh, I This is my first time coming to the conference with my family. Uh, excuse me, <laughs> with a family. I've, Sandra's always been my family, but with our new baby girl is what I'm trying to say. And that was a, a kind of a weird one for us to kind of dance around. I think going in, Sandra was totally okay with, uh, she was gonna stay home with the baby girl, maybe come in at lunch. And then right before the float conference, that FOMO hit her and she was like, I wanna be there, I wanna be at all the speeches and I wanna talk to everybody. And it was like, yes, let's do that. Let's swap the baby back and forth. And I don't think we got that to a complete 50-50, but uh, she got to be there for, I think, side speech, I think Justin's, she got to be there for, for yeah. speeches and saying hello to people and all of that. And honestly, I didn't mind a break to, to be with the baby girl. And <laughs> I didn't mind you know taking her down for a nap and off to the side and uh, just having some time to reflect. I think kept the conference fresh for me because it is just go 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 more 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 connect with people watch a speech connect with people and it's exhausting oh and plus you might tip a few back at night as well and so it's just just go 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 sympathetic state almost burnout you know Uh, and uh, this guy gave me a chance to reflect and chat with amy and just kind of settle down a little bit so Thanks to everybody who was so freaking sweet to my family. I I made a little post and float collective about it, but it really meant a lot to me to just see everybody so warmly responding to me being there with my family. And Erica was laughing during the float conference. Like at Justin's speech, (laughs) she was just (laughs) 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 she loved like kind of standing on her feet, grabbing onto the the edge and and looking over and, and watching. And I was like, well, A, I was really happy she wasn't crying. So, like, if we have to take her out of the, the place, I'd rather she be laughing than crying. Like, that was pretty right. cool. I, I dig that. But it was also a little, I was thinking, you know, she's probably thinking, hey, I just came out of the source. And Justin, you're close. You're on the right track. But <laughs> you're way off. You're not there yet. <laughs> uh, I just love that idea. Uh, but, she yeah, anyway, it was pretty special, like, little little baby girl got her first float conference and loved it she loved people everybody was so kind and sweet and like people weren't up in her business which is uh something i i don't like is people just hands all over her and stuff like that and because she can't really stop people from doing that so everybody was just so respectful and sweet and i want to thank people for that as well so thank you thank you thank you thank you so we did and full disclosure i haven't asked uh, permission from ashcon on this yet which is we did some recording of the flow conference uh, the soul of the industry the fta uh we recorded those and i need to ask for permission to actually broadcast those if we do get permission those will be coming out over the next few weeks or months and uh, as we as we mix those but uh the soul of the industries there were there were a whole lot of workshops that you could go to on friday and uh, soul of the industry is the one that we had a bunch of microphones recorded that and i want to talk about that a little bit but just uh, a little bit more of my my personal sharing of the experience i had this real interesting this is where the f-bombs are going to start amy uh so you can plug (laughs) your ears now um i i um had headphones on i had this microphone that i was going to gun at people to you know record them and get the good audio of the the discussion and you know, the, for me, the 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 Float Conference was just beginning. This was the the true start of the Float Conference, and not just seeing people at my Float Center, but like it's it's beginning in earnest. And I started getting self-conscious, and I was started thinking like uh, I'm I'm to some degree I'm a I'm a representative of the industry, and uh, to some small degree a leader of the industry, and like so just had the self-talk of how do I represent myself, and what am I going to blah 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 blah, and I started getting really nervous. I noticed I was breathing really shallow, and I just said, shut the fuck up. I said to myself in my head, shut the fuck up. What are you here to do? You are here to facilitate. And I really started going internally about what what is my purpose here? It has nothing to do with my image. It has nothing to do with representing anything in particular. It has to do with facilitation of something and taking care of the industry as best I can, representing it Um to, to to the community as best I can, and simply being a facilitator of information and, at, as best I can, the, the soul of what we are. And all of a sudden, all that tension left. The flow, con- literally from that point forward through the entire weekend, was so much easier. And I think that might even have to do with some of the burnout that I have in previous years. It's having this weird set of expectations on myself of who I am or what I'm supposed to be, and it, it takes up brain power. And this was just so freeing and it made every interaction so much easier because even if somebody comes up and says hey I'm a, I'm a big fan of the show or I listen every week or what have you I, I have this thought in my head of how is somebody who's nice and being respectful supposed to say hello and this this becomes this weird robotic thing and I just got to shed that and just be right there for that person and just interact very very just mm-hmm. shoulder to shoulder soul to soul rather than having this, this weird completely un uh, useful uh, barrier uh, going on in my mind taking up that processing power is just so silly and um, so I, I don't know I don't know how much that's ego I don't know what what that is necessarily and I'm I'm not super interested into delving into it simply from the fact that I got to feel the flow of just being in the moment interacting with people so um, yeah I, I don't know if other people can relate with that in their own way coming into the conference whether you're you're still starting a flow center and you're intimidated by people and these big names and saying hello or, or what, but, uh, or, or that you've been around for a while and feel like you have to represent your brand a particular way. And we're all just running float centers that don't get rich. And like (laughs) what we're, we're just all in this for the same reason and and sharing everything. So it really just got to, to shed that. So that was great. And that really made a difference for my weekend. Brian, I don't know. Did you feel, I'm really trying to figure out how much was that me and how much was at the float conference this year? And I, I don't, I don't know if I can put my finger on it. But go ahead.
2: In terms, of, in terms of the ego you were feeling?
0: Well, I don't know about that necessarily. But did you just feel like it was easy talking with people this yeah. year? Oh,
2: I, 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 it was way easier this year. And I, mean, I am an introvert through and through. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I certainly felt that at the end of the days. But, yeah, it seemed mm-hmm. like... It seemed like kicking kicking off and like touching base with people was a lot easier this year also we had we had a lot more um listeners of the podcast approach us saying yeah, hey yeah like i love the podcast appreciate the podcast um and so i think that helped make things a little easier is uh you I'm know good. at least for me personally like i wasn't there as some like random person who sometimes helps out the flow shop i was there as you know <laughs> co-owner of a podcast that that a lot of people listen to. Oh, cool. Um, yes. So that point. was that was cool, and it was fun to meet our listeners and and get feedback, and yeah. it was
0: great. Yeah.
1: I have to, I was not there. Obviously, I'm speaking as someone who was not there, but I do have to to, to go off of what Brian was saying. I'm also an introvert. I mean, yes. I'm a horrible, horrible, deep <laughs> introvert, and uh, I have to say this one thing that was nice for me last year for the first time is, a lot of people came to me and initiated. Because mm. in, when I get in those situations, it feels very overwhelming. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I don't even know where to start. And I'm just like, I, I get very in my head and caught up in there. And that the, that kind of that loop that keeps going. Mm-hmm. And it just kind of keeps me from reaching out. And once people started coming up to me, it was like, oh, my gosh, it's okay. It's all right. Everybody here is super nice. Everybody here is here for the same reason. And yeah. um, it was very comforting to me. So I almost feel like, uh, that is one nice, nice thing about this, about having this podcast is right, yeah. I've, I have been able to let go and to just love, love people and stop thinking about, well, are they judging my, t- I don't know, whatever, are they judging my tanks I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe yeah. it totally. actually does that. That's ridiculous. But, no, I, I hear um, yeah. So yeah, it was just, I was all about just, just loving people and just yeah. being supportive and being their cheerleader and they being yes, our cheerleader yes. and, it was this nice circle of mutual caring mm-hmm. and very, it was very nurturing for me. Last year was probably the most nurturing float oh, conference nice. ever. And I think if I would have gone this year, I would have felt the same way. Cool. I, it yeah. was,
0: I think yeah. you would have, I think you would have. Yeah. Oh yeah.
1: It, it sounds lovely. I think
0: more people than ever before were coming up and saying, Hey, I listened to the show, you know, I, uh, When I go for a long drive, I catch up on all of them. Or, you know, the most common one I found was it's a couple and the wife listens to every single one. And then, like, to the husband goes, you know, you need to listen to this episode or you have to listen to that episode. Or it's vice versa. The husband is the one who just burns through all of them and and then says to the wife, you know, this one or that one. Um, I thought that was really fun. I heard that a lot. And the other one I heard was, You are my closing down the shop podcast. You know, like when that's released, that's what I listen to as I'm mopping the the floors, was the number one thing I heard. Um, And like, fantastic. I love that so much. Like, talking about the industry while in your float center and getting inspired or information, that makes me so happy. I love that we get to be that for people. Makes me so happy.
2: And I think you and I were both surprised um, how many people were referencing episodes from just one or two weeks beforehand. Yeah. Like I, yeah. I, I, am, I was surprised at how many people are, are caught up in listening to the podcast right when they come out.
0: Yeah, you know, I've I've noticed on other podcasts, like when a guest will come on and they'll reference an episode either recently or from a while back. And sometimes they think they're doing it intentionally be like, hey, just so you know, I really do listen to the show. I'm a fan. I'm curious if our listeners were doing that as well, because I was definitely going, oh, my God, they just referenced something from a year ago or a week ago. Like, that, that was mentally noted, you know? Like, this right. is somebody who really does listen religiously. That was really impressive to me. Like, how up-to-date people were, how much they remember about conversations that we've had on the show. Um, and uh, what was the other thing? Um, we were just able to have a conversation right out of the gate. They know what's going on with us, you know? And so... And, and they also kind of feel like they personally know us, which means I get to connect with them very uh personally immediately like we don't have to our our little tentacles don't have to to meet for a while before we're able to get to nitty-gritty or really feel like our hearts are open to topics Mm -hmm. uh their hearts are kind of already open because they know who we are you know there's not a lot of are you a good guy are you a bad guy they know i'm a bad guy right out of the gate it's great (laughs) and and uh and then because their kind of their shield is down already i was able to just Connect with them right away. So I, that was awesome. So we got to have some really cool conversations with our listeners, and and probably a good time to note that everybody was asking about Amy and Lance, and that yeah. was that again bittersweet. Uh, most mostly just bitter. Uh, <laughs> everybody everybody uh, loves you guys and, and was missing yeah. you guys. And uh, I miss them too. Yeah, Let I me tell you,
1: it was breaking my heart. But I I'm going back now. It's easier now. It wasn't as easy. Um, during oh. the conference, but I'm going back now and looking at everybody's feed. It's, oh,
2: nice! It's a little painful. It's a <laughs> little so tough at the time.
1: God. It's like, oh man! But I missed y'all very much, Um, and I'm so sad. You. But next year, next, year, next fingers year, fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. You promise, <laughs> Amy?
0: Yeah, you promise. I, I'm gonna promise. <laughs> I'm gonna promise. Right. I'm gonna promise
1: because I can't. I can't do this. I can't miss it twice, two years in a row. It's just, I can't happen. I can't do it.
0: You know, oh sorry. Go, go ahead, Brian.
2: I want to backtrack to uh, Friday uh, Soul of the Industry real oh, yeah. quick. Um, one of the, uh, one, it was a great discussion and it was awesome yeah. to mm-hmm. have, uh, you know, Dan and Brad and the whole crew there. Um, one of the things that I was I was surprised by was in the beginning uh, the panel asked a question. They said, hey, if who here is not part of the Float Collective Facebook group or knows that we even have a Facebook group and there mm-hmm. were number of people that raised their hands, which I, I found shocking. So Mm -hmm. if you are listening to this podcast and you're not part of Float Collective, uh, search on Facebook for Float Collective. We'll have a link in the, in the show notes for you. But if you are running a float center or thinking of running a float center, um, that's a community that's well worth being a part of. Absolutely.
0: Agreed. Absolutely. Uh, and you know, while we're talking about it, might as well say you got to request to join and you need to see, send them an email as well. Be sure to read the instructions on that page because there yes. is a bit of a gate so that we're able to keep this exclusively to within the float community. So we can talk about you know, dirty float tank water and sanitation and things that we don't necessarily want you know, just regular people who love floating hearing about. We wanna be able to have a private discussion, albeit in a semi-public forum. So okay. there, there's quite, yeah. quite a gate to get in a bit of a bottleneck. So make it easy on the people who let you through by making sure you do it uh, according to
2: to the rules, shout out to Dan for processing all, all <laughs> yes. of those requests. Shout out the to Dan. hero of Float Collective. Yes, yeah,
0: seriously, seriously. Uh, and and speaking speaking more about the soul of the industry, and hopefully we do get to share this. But uh, they shared a lot about what the Float Collective is doing and how they are defining themselves and defining themselves separately than the FTA, which has been really. Cool to to hear and, and see that. So, was, if if we aren't able to share that, I'll go into that in a little bit more in depth, or maybe we'll have a guest on the show to talk about that. But otherwise, um, I would encourage you guys to listen to that and and hear what that means for our industry.
1: And to clarify, you talked about the float collective. Yes. Are you talking specifically about the Canadian float collective, Thank you. or
0: yes, oh. yeah? So the Canadian, yeah. And the, and I actually brought this up to them a little privately, which is that. There's, it used to be formerly the Canadian float collective this is a group that's in Canada that's similar to our FTA at least in its roots and then they dropped the Canadian and said you know what let's just be North American let's say anybody who wants to be part of this and anybody who wants to contribute uh, can be part of the float collective well at that same time they they changed float facilitators the former name of the Facebook group to float collective and so there's a little bit of confusion in, in my mind between those two things and I mean not so much that it's a huge deal but obviously some there's a little bit of language when I'm same Float Collective of which specifically am I talking about? Um, And so, yeah, just, just, uh, I was talking about the formerly CFC, the Canadian Float Collective, the organization. Yeah. Thank you, Amy. Uh, let's see here. Oh, one other thing I want to mention, speaking of talking to our fans, uh, you know, we were doing t-shirts, handing out t-shirts. That was a lot of fun. It was fun to see people repping those around the Float Conference. It was just basically a loud, hopefully a little, pretty t-shirt, uh, kind of a cool t-shirt that we wanted to share with everybody to kind of just spread spread the good word of Art of the Float podcast. And you could call it a little bit of guerrilla marketing because we didn't have a booth. And so we were able to still spread spread the good word without having a booth. And now that the float conference is over, I feel a little bit guilty about that. I feel a little bit weird. And I feel like I took advantage of the goodwill of the float conference um, where, you know, other people are paying for a booth and they're able to talk about their, their their business or what they're selling their product, whatever it is, or their ideas. And, and it's a legitimate exchange between the float conference and between that manufacturer or that business. I went in and said, I'm not gonna give you an energy exchange or financial exchange, but I still want to be able to, to do my business. Now, if it's just word of mouth and, and, and doing that, I think that's one thing, but going in with a product with t-shirts and giving those out to people, that didn't feel right to me uh, by time it was said and done, I started feeling a little funny about it, and um, so you know Graham was super cool. He was excited to see the t-shirt. Like they, they they've only been super warm and positive about the idea, yet at the same time it it didn't it didn't feel right. So I think um I'll be I'll be talking to them about that a little bit and. a Again, they're super cool. They haven't said anything negative. <laughs> but I, I kind of want to apologize for taking advantage of their, their goodwill. And I don't think it was the most evil thing in the world to have done. Don't get me wrong. But at the same time, I, I don't feel like... It didn't it didn't sit well with me by by time it was all over. So um, it does make me start thinking about next year, about doing a booth, and really um, how, how do we want to represent ourselves with an energy, a financial exchange between us and the float conference, and making it really fun. So my ideas are already... Kind of spinning in my head for what we could do next year. Um yeah, so just putting that out there. Uh let's see here. Oh and speaking of speaking of Ashcon, so the one one thing that I heard was <laughs> So we were at OMSI. Uh, I think it was Saturday night. They they have a dinner. We have the Oregon Museum of Science and Industry. Really fun place to get hands-on learning and science, but it's also entertaining. And they have a submarine that's outside in the Willamette River. And you actually get to board this thing. I think it's, I don't know, a certain amount of money. Normally, when you go by, you can go in there and, and check it out. Uh I've been there before, paid by my the old business that I worked at. They didn't pay for the submarine; they paid for the you know the dinner area, and you get to hang out and check out Omzi. Um, what I heard was that nobody pays for the submarine. You know, like that's that's an extra add-on, and people feel like it's not enough bang for their buck. They don't want to pay for their employees to experience this. Ashcon made sure that we could all go on that submarine and check it out. They've it got awesome. former former navy uh, or is it navy submarine? Must be right. Uh, operators submarine operators on there giving a tour you can ask them in-depth questions about you know how much oil they're burning through or how much you know how much uh, nuclear weight. I mean whatever it is you can talk to these guys in-depth about it and it was just like yeah Ashcon would do that you know he would make sure we got that experience props to you man that is so cool it's just top-notch and just where they're coming from right like that's just how they do it and just one more way that I was just really appreciative about how they're running things, and I realized I get nervous around Ashcon. You know, we have drinks with them; it, we're friends, and I just realized like I really respect Graham and Ashcon and I get a little bit nervous. And I saw I, I keep saying Ashcon because I saw him more this weekend, but I realized I was stumbling on my words because I um, uh, th- there are certain people I don't I don't look up to celebrities. I don't look up to Michael Jordan or whomever is the hot basketball player right now. Um, I look up to people whose souls I really respect and, and are living the lifestyle that I respect and I have a lot of respect for what they're doing. So I, <laughs> I didn't realize I was I was getting nervous, coupled with the fact that I'm wasted at the end of the day. And I don't mean drunk. I mean just mean e- exhausted. Plus, terrible sleep with the baby girl, of course, had to go that way. So I was like, uh, it was silly. Amy, what were you going to say?
1: So so does this mean that you are stepping up as the president of the official GrashCon
0: uh, fan club? <laughs> There's a lot of people vying for that position, Amy. I don't know that I could be president, but <laughs> I-, I was <laughs>
1: going to say you-, you do have some competition yeah,
0: exactly I'll, I'll I'll throw my hat in into the ring. How about that? <laughs> uh, <laughs> so so Sunday night, the flow conference is done. Everybody goes to Momo's, this little dive bar nearby, which was nice to go there, by the way, like as as the person who lives here in Portland, it was it's so fun to see everybody exploring Portland itself. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Warren the person that who who was on our previous episodes you know seeing him just exploring Portland he was on foot all weekend just walking around discovering meeting strangers in Portland and just loving the vibe of it, it was so much fun but uh, yeah going into Momos at the end of the end of the um, the conference and just like seeing everybody being friends buddy buddy and just like, you come through knowing people to a certain degree or they're strangers. And by the end of the weekend, it was just friends, people drinking and horsing around, you know, just being silly. And that was so cool to me. Uh, I loved it. And although I wasn't drinking that night cause I was so tired, I was coming across as I was drunk. I was slurring, <laughs> <you> <laughs> know, so, it was uh, it was fun, and I got to say goodbye for like an hour. I was like, "Oh, okay, I got to get out of here." And then just for an at least an hour, was saying goodbye to people and didn't quite want to leave. So that was really fun for me as well. And, uh, good times, man. Good times. Uh, so it felt like an easy float conference. I didn't feel burnout by the time it was all over. I mean, by all means, yeah. tired, but it didn't feel like that. You know, you leave so energized but exhausted at the same time. And the idea is you go back to your to your float center. You got to get back to work. And it's like, I had all these big ideas. I had all these things I wanted to do based off the float conference. This time, I feel like I I still have the energy to work on those things and to keep uh, talking, continuing the dialogues that I had with people at the conference and continue building off of those relationships. Whereas before, (laughs) I felt so much like just shut down. I got a hole up and just recharge for a week or two after that while running my float center. You know, this time, very different. So... I'm happy about that and I'm still trying to figure out how much of that was me internally and how much is just the amazing job that they're of how they're running the flow conference and how they're yeah. setting the vibe for it and also how much the flow collective is is changing that for for how we connect with people as well um, I and I don't know if. Brian, if you want to add anything to that, or, or I want to talk about the speakers a little bit here.
2: <laughs> no, yeah, well, let's go ahead and move on to the speakers.
0: Cool. I, and I, I don't want to get into all of them, but just a few of the ones that I saw uh, or ones that I heard about that I thought were really interesting. Of course, the LIBER discussions. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Justin, Dr. Justin Feinstein's presentation was incredible. There's one slide in particular. I, I did take a picture of it. I'm going to put it up on the website which basically indicates that for somebody who, and please don't quote me, of course I'm being recorded <laughs> here, but what I mean is before we go quoting this information, we need to hear it out of Justin's mouth. So, um, you know, we need that, that video to come up before we truly quote it, because I, I can definitely miss I mean, say this incorrectly, misspeak. Uh, the more, so they have a chart, and they're positive and negative things. Like I have extreme anxiety uh, and then, or like I feel um, I feel very calm. You know, just sim- simple things like that, negatives and positives. The more negative that you mentioned or that you noted at the beginning before your float, the higher your numbers were afterwards. The, the, if, so if you put a 10 on the Richter scale for negative, you got a 10 on the positive scale on the Richter scale on the opposite side. Now, if you had a three, You probably had a three on the other side or something to that effect you know it's a smaller change between the two so the the further what i saw was the further off balance you are the more the flow tank is going to bring you to balance it was extremely exciting to see that not just anecdotally but see it through research uh through through you know the really rigid way that they have to do things out of liber to see those numbers was extremely exciting so that was a huge takeaway for me uh, Dr. Saib, or Saib, sorry, uh, his um, was <sighs> to some degree disappointing, uh, because I think, you know, I want to see the research done right away. I want to know the answers, and the reality is they have to do things through a process. Right. A year. You know, you want it right away, And at the same time, I have to be like, wait a minute, all this information is coming out very quickly. For how fast research comes out, this is being done fairly quickly. But what they need to know is that it's safe to have people with extreme anxiety coming into the float tank or with an eating disorder come into the float tank. So obviously I have a very personal connection with Emily who wrote Unsinkable about recovering from eating disorder through floating. And so... Uh, and and this is uh, some of my reviews based off of her feedback as well, which is that, uh, you know, we want these answers right now. We're so excited. We want to share this with our community. And you know what? We have to take our time. He didn't have the answers this year. It sounds like next year it will be happening. But what we have is that it is safe to bring these people into the environment. And so that is a very good step forward uh, in, in his particular environment. I'm not saying for every float center without without regard i'm just saying in general in his specific environment it is safe so that was uh nice to hear ricardo gilda costas was also incredibly exciting it was very similar to last year's in my opinion but the the software that they're using the wireless eeg readings that we get to see and the fact that we're going to be able to have these in our float centers and have our customers being able to see their own how much time they spent in theta alpha you know whatever it is they get to actually see this afterwards and perhaps a video format is ridiculously cool, and I'm so excited for that to happen. I had a lot of really fun conversations with him this weekend, and uh, yeah. In fact, I had really interesting conversations with I think everybody at Liber. Like, their excitement is palpable. They want to talk about it. They're loving what they're doing. It's really cool.
2: Well, and the the results that are coming out are just astounding right? I yeah. Mean, it's
0: what we want to hear. Yeah, it's, yeah, <laughs>
2: for sure. It's, it's good. It's good stuff. And I mean, research, research does, research does take a while, but, uh, that's part of the reason why, um, this year the presentations were so exciting is because we're, you know, four years into research being done. So yeah. there's stuff coming out and it's just gonna, we're going to see more and more of it as the years.
0: Yeah. Years go on. Y- you know, it's, oh, sorry, Amy, go ahead.
1: As someone who was not at the conference, can you tell me what kind, what results? You don't have to tell me the results, mm. but what studies uh, were discussed this year? What types of things we can look forward to seeing once the videos come out?
0: Yeah, anxiety was the big one. Uh, people mm-hmm. suffer from anxiety, and and those metrics. Um, for as far as the anorexia goes, uh, that one was more about we have progress on it, and beyond that, I missed a few of the other speeches that came out of LIBER. So. Oh.
2: Uh, well, there were uh, there were some non-liver speeches that um, involved oh sure uh, less yeah less kind of stringent research, mm-hmm. um, but there was talk on uh, certainly veterans PTSD. Um, that's always it's always a topic and something yeah. that people are doing research on. Um, college athletics and college athletes um, was also one that was discussed.
1: How about uh, magnesium, measures of magnesium in the system? Anything come out on that yet?
0: <laughs> I did not hear, that's, that's, I'm glad that you asked that. Um, I did not hear anything about that. And that is something that I thought would be out by now. And I'm, I'm curious about that. You know, I'm gonna send an email off and see if I can find out why that isn't out yet. And I'll, I'll come back next week with if there's a response with that. that that's a really good point, um, that we want to be able to talk about that. And it hasn't officially been announced yet. Uh, let's see here. I think um, there's something else. Uh, um, yeah, so a- athletics and basically like fine tuning what people get out of their floats by by readouts. And yeah, uh, you know whether it's colleges or professional teams, really using these float tanks to get that last percentile point of performance out of people, and doing it scientifically was really interesting. Uh, let's see here. You know what? I realize I want to give a shout-out to Float Away before we we go on any further here. Um, Float Away was actually at the float conference. Actually, of course. It was really interesting. They, uh, of course, gave a presentation, but they talked about a few different things, uh, including uh, the pop-up tent, so basically these inflatable float tanks, which scares the hell out of me that, you know, (laughs) really, a balloon that you're going to put 1,000 pounds of water, more than 1,000 pounds of water in, Uh, or Epsom salt in, and... uh, once I jumped in there and played around, these walls were brick solid. It was crazy to me that the the fibers that go in between there, uh, as it's inflated, uh, as uh, um, Colin was explaining, it, you get one ton of pressure inside there, inside the walls. So it is absolutely rigid and And some of them have lids to them. You can have open, you can have lids, and this would be great for uh, college teams that are traveling or or professional teams that are traveling to use uh, for mobile float tanks. And actually, um, so we did an interview with him that we'll be playing uh, in future weeks here, where he goes into that a little bit further. But it's really exciting, really cool. Uh, and um, yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited for them and that there was so much excitement for that product to to be used in more ways where having a giant fiberglass float tank just doesn't make sense. And it doesn't make sense to, Take, take it apart and rebuild it every time that you're moving for for certain people. Um, prisons was another one that that Colin brought mm-hmm. up that was really interesting. And so this this just makes it that much easier to bring this amazing resource to uh, locations and industries that wouldn't have been possible before. So that was exciting. Um, they're also talking about making sure the air temperature and humidity is even throughout an entire room. They talked about a portal that uh, I was a little bit confused on during the speech, which I got a little more clarity on, where Colin's interest is in the clinical sense oh, of oh, things. A web now. online portal. Excuse me, thank yeah. you. Not not a literal portal that you would fall through into another realm, but uh, an online portal that would track metrics so that a doctor in another state or a researcher could be tracking these metrics and we can really crowdsource information together, all encrypted, and uh, I thought that was absolutely fascinating as well. So stay tuned for that interview, that's actually absolutely fascinating. To plug that interview a little bit more, it was really awesome. I think, Brian, you'd yeah. agree with this. It I was totally a good one. totally uh, yeah. Colin, there was no concerns about getting Colin's opinions on things. <laughs> uh, and because he's uh, he's so damn smart, he was really articulate about backing up his opinions. So we talked about the uh, Float Tank Association, and we talked about CDC and regulations. And again, he had no short of, of opinions and ideas on these things that I think everybody should listen to really really good stuff so that'll be coming up here in the next few weeks but in the meantime go to floataway.com to check out all the different things that Floataway is doing at the moment including that pop-up tent really fun so um speak anything else on the speakers i again that's not what i wanted this episode to be really centered on was these the specific information more are just kind of feelings and takeaways from it but uh anything else specifically you wanted to share brian
2: yeah, not really. Um, there, was a, there was a quote from a speech that really resonated with me, and uh, of course I can't, I can't find where I wrote it down currently. Nice, nice. So um, I think it was something along the lines of wholeness comes where a person's wholeness comes at the interaction between heart, or at the confluence of heart and mind something like that Um, and it's and float tanks can be essential to helping you get to that that balance nice
0: very cool man these float tanks really are something special they really are something special and I love that we get to learn more about that every year uh, while connecting with everybody and that's that's the kind of the one-two whammy that this float conference brings is you get, get that live information right there, the excitement from it, get to bring it back to your float centers, and you just get to touch base with everybody in the industry, share ideas, share horror stories, <laughs> all that stuff. <laughs> it's so special. It's a, it was really amazing this year. And um, so uh, f- thanks to everybody who said hello to us, by the mm-hmm. way, that was really special. And yeah. it just felt really cool uh, to just, again, you know everything that's going on <laughs> with us. So just to be able to pick up right out of the gate Uh, and and just dive into discussions was so much fun for us. And so thank you for that. Um, For those of you who, who we met and for just for our regular listeners, um, I'm. I'm just going to put this out there. It's a little, little difficult for me to say, but uh, we, you know, we're not looking to have a new host officially join us. I can't even think about that at the moment, to be quite honest. Um, but I think we would like to be more active in having guest hosts come on and people who are starting their centers or are already running their float centers, bringing them on and and sharing their stories and the the things that you've learned from from running your running your space. And so, if there's one opportunity from from um, you know, having one less voice on on the microphone is maybe we can have some more space to bring in fresh voices onto our show. And um, really, you know, this has been, the drive of this has been a community podcast. We don't just wanna say, we know everything, listen to us, here's everything we have to say. We want this to be a voice of the community. And so maybe this is an opportunity to bring on more voices onto the show and and have fun with that and and learn. So I wanna put that out there. Let's see here. Thanks again, Ashkon, Graham, Float Collective, everybody. Thank you so much for putting on this incredible, incredible gift of a weekend for all of us. Uh, it really is a gift and an opportunity for all of us. So thank yeah. you. Thank you, thank you. Uh, let's see here. Amy, anything else you <laughs> you want to say before we uh, sign off?
1: I mean, how sad I am again uh, for I missing know. you all. Did this just um, make it,
0: it just? Epsom Salt in the Wound was the stuff. Epsom Salt in the Wound. Yeah. That's all
1: right, though. Mm. Um, I am really looking forward to the videos. As you all know, mm-hmm. uh, f- the float, cl- uh, float Conference does put out videos throughout the year, so we'll all be looking for those and and catching up there. And I look cool. forward to seeing you all online.
0: <laughs> nice. Yeah. that That is the one thing Float Collective does create this great, great bridge. Uh, yeah. Brian, thank you for joining us. Amy, thank mm-hmm. you as always. Anna, thank you for writing the show notes. To everybody else, thank you for being a part of this community. Um, that just thank you so much. It, this was an incredibly special weekend for me. It was really beautiful. I feel absolutely energized and everybody's love meant so much to me. So thank you. And until next week, remember there's an infinite amount to find in the presence of nothing. So spend some time there. We'll see you next week.